The material contained in the following program is designed for informational purposes only. It is not intended to replace existing training policies or guidelines of individual law enforcement agencies. This is Stuff You Never Ever Learned at the Academy from In the Line of Duty. Hello, I'm Ron Barber. I'm calling this Stuff You Never Ever Learned at the Academy because that's what this podcast is all about. How many thousands of people do kids see get shot over the course of their infinite number of hours propped in front of a television or an app, PlayStation, on and on? And if kids really buy into what they see and what is branded into their brains, it's almost always 100% one and done. One bullet stops all. No matter what the circumstances, no matter how close, how far, how armored up, how macho, etc., kids, who obviously morph ultimately into adults, have the mindset that once shot, you're toast. But Dr. Andrew Dennis, the head trauma surgeon at Chicago's busiest trauma hospital, says it's all bunk. And cops need to know that if they've allowed themselves to buy into the Hollywood hype, they are quite possibly allowing a very dangerous mindset to take root in their minds. Oh, and by the way, Dr. Dennis is also a full-time police officer and member of two Northern Illinois SWAT teams. So much of what we understand as our frame of reference comes from Hollywood. Because our frame of reference is based on what we know and what we see. And a good portion of it really does come from Hollywood, or or a lot of it comes from what we've seen. But me being a trauma surgeon has seen a tremendous amount of injury that most police officers will never see, thank God. Building a solid frame of reference of, even though it looks bad, I mean, it may not be. It may be ugly. It may be terrible. But it may just be a soft tissue injury. And if you control for the bleeding, it's a totally survivable injury. But the problem is a lot of our frame of reference, uh, which builds our perception, comes from Hollywood. And the Hollywood mindset can be lethal. Um, you know, if, you, if your total understanding of a gunfight and a gunshot wound is, you know, Mark Harmon shooting somebody in the right chest on, uh, on NCIS and that person dies instantly, well, that's not really true, right? I mean, over two-thirds of our pe- people that I take care of and most trauma centers take care of that get shot in the chest, a third of them go home the same night. The Hollywood, minds, the Hollywood frame of reference is far from accurate. And when you, if you use that to build your decision tree, then your decisions can often be highly flawed. His medical tactics course taught to thousands of officers is perhaps summed up best this way. Goal of this course is to force people to recognize that if you're not dead, you're still in the fight. The offender is probably still a threat. And at the end of the day, you know, you're probably going to live. Three out of five people that get shot in the chest that we see at the county, um, and we see five to seven people shot every day, by the way, they go home on the same, the same night. They get a, a, an x-ray. If their lung is still up, they get a six-hour chest x-ray. 
And if their lung is still up in six hours, they go home. I tell them to take a shower the next morning. You know, that's accurate. That's the truth. But if you watch television and your frame of reference comes from TV, you're going to think that I got shot in the chest. I'm going to die. As an example of the dangers of a mindset I call honed by Hollywood, Dr. Dennis tells a little story about a gravely wounded Chicago officer. Or was he? I'll give you a story. Um, in the early 2000s, I took care of a police officer. Um, we got the call from the fire department that we, were, we had a Chicago police officer shot in the chest. They were inbound. He was hypotensive, meaning his blood pressure was low. He was pale. He was sweating. He was sick. So in the trauma world, if you're dying, we, cl we classify you as sick. So are you sick or are you not sick? Meaning, are you okay or are you dying to see me? Okay. So sure enough, he rolls in. And in Chicago, we wear our vests, our vest carriers on the outside. Probably 50, late 40s year old guy <clears throat> rolls in. He's every bit of what they said. He was sick. He was pale. He was diaphragmatic, meaning he's sweating. He looked like he was dying. And they flew in. And, you know, when a cop gets shot, it's a big deal, right? Everybody kind of goes on and their adrenaline kicks in and they fly. So, of course, they flew in. We, th we throw them on the bed. And in trauma, the rule is strip them, flip them, stick a finger and tube in every hole. We did that. And we stick a couple big IVs in them. We start giving them a little fluid. We call for blood. I'm looking. I see no blood on this guy anywhere. He's now naked, and I am looking and looking, and there's not even a bruise on him. We give him a couple liters of fluid. All of a sudden, his blood pressure starts coming back up. I look at him. I'm like, dude, you're okay. I, I, I don't see where were you shot. He's like, on my chest, and he points to his left chest. I'm like, I, I don't see anything. You're okay. There's no holes in you. His blood pressure comes up. He perks up. I go to the, to the vest carrier that's on the ground now in a pile. I look at it. Sure enough, he was shot. You know, the bullet was in, there was a hole in the pocket. The bullet was stuck in a book, in a little field book that was in his outer, outside the Kevlar. There was not even a back face signature on the Kevlar. It didn't even dent the Kevlar. Why was he hypotensive? And I'll tell you, he was in psychogenic shock. He had the mindset, the preordained mindset that if I get shot, I'm going to die. And he virtually did. The power of the mind is extraordinary. You can't ignore that. And, and you have to recognize that you, when you go into the day, you have to recognize that, that just because you're shot does not mean you're going to die. That's the take home. He adds importantly that people's biggest fear is being shot. So let's just talk about that for a second. A projectile that comes out of a firearm, it's pretty small, right? Nature built you in a way that protects most of your big pipes. If you're shot, honestly, the probability of that tiny little, that tiny little projectile hitting something of absolute critical nature that's going to kill you right there is extremely small. Just how small is extremely small? You know, people get shot all the time. We'll take care of people with 25 holes in them, and they'll still go home the same night. It comes down to your mental fortitude, like, I'm going to get through this. I'm good. I'm if I'm not dead, I'm still in the fight. And that's really the, the answer, right? If I'm not dead, I'm still in the fight. And if I'm not actively bleeding, move. Stay in the fight. Get Deal with the threat as best you can. You know, if you get a long bone broken and you can't walk, and typically the bones hurt the worst, that's really where the pain typically comes from. 
okay, I mean, you're going to have to make circum, you're going to have to find cover or concealment as best you can. But again, stay situationally aware and stay in the fight. So it's a combination of the medical tactics with the street tactics. It's so very critical here again to remember always that if you are not dead at that time, A, you are still in the fight. And, and if it's the offender that shot, he or she is still in a still threat. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times we see offenders come in, you know, in handcuffs, kicking and screaming, and they have three or four holes in them, chest, torso, extremity, you name it. And they're still kicking and screaming, and they're handcuffed to the cart for a reason. Again, that's accurate, not what you see on TV. If you see on TV, they go down, they're down, one shot. That's not, that's not reality. Dr. Dennis adds that it's called medical tactics for cops for a very good reason. That's right. We call this medical tactics for a reason. You can't just apply medicine and then stay on the X and get shot again. First and foremost is, you know, we, we came up with a mnemonic called breathe, stop, move. Breathe, take a breath, take inventory real quick. You know, where's the offender? Make sure you're, you're situationally aware. Stop, meaning your situational awareness, your own safety comes first. It's, are you talking? Great. Um, and then get off the X. So breathe, stop, move is critical. And we want you to recognize that, you know, you need to combine medical tactics with, with street tactics. Breathe, stop, move means I don't want you to just stop and stand there, right? Stop stands for a couple things. The intent is to take a breath, take inventory real quick, stop. And the stop is secure the situation um, and under stop, it's, it's scan, it's surveil the area, control variables, assess goals, never lose sight of the threat. Um, and then the rest of the stop is, you know, treat bleeding, open airway, prevent shock, and then move, get off the X. I invite you to be looking for our special issue number 54, Surviving Seemingly Terrible Wounds and the Power of the Mind coming online in November 2020. We'll alert you nationally via email, or for complete details, visit us at lineofduty.com. The 35-minute program featuring Dr. Dennis includes a complete trainer's guide, lesson plan, duty sheet, tests, and a certificate of completion exclusively from In the Line of Duty. I'm Ron Barber. Thanks for listening and that stuff you never, ever learned at the Academy.